What's going on, folks? And welcome to another episode of Throwback Teamsters Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rich from North California, so for 358. And, you know, I'm, I'm going I'm to continue talking about the Oakley Building because, you know, I'm getting a lot of good feedback on that. I, I kind of like how it's progressing. Uh, I've, I've referenced the first episode that I've ever done of this podcast, Back to Basics. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. And, you know, it's taken a long time, but I'm, I'm, I'm just... It, it, it really seems to be, uh, I don't want to say falling into place, but it, it's really becoming a building, at least for the part-time shift, that, that, that I've envisioned, you know, and it's, it's taken a lot of work, a lot of, uh, a lot of people, it takes, it takes a lot of people who care, you know, who are willing to take action, who are willing to support, you know, each other and, and our part-timers, uh, it takes a lot of people. And I just kind of want to continue with that because we are progressing, you know, every week. There's been a lot of, uh, I hate to use the term again, there's been a lot of progression in the last few weeks. So I, d- I do want to speak on that a little bit. We've, we, we began handing out contracts a few weeks ago. And forgive me if I've, you know, mentioned this on a previous episode. I'm not too sure. I've actually done a few videos, too, where I kind of shared what was happening. So I believe I might be even be repeating what's, what's on one of those videos. But we had... Local 315 president, Alberto Ruiz, he was able to, to, to get us some contracts out to our building. It was, it's not as easy as it sounds. Uh, he, you know, we're, we're in Oakley. He really mainly works, even though our office is in Martinez, he mainly works out of Richmond. And, you know, for those not familiar with the area, it's quite a few towns away. It's almost on the other side of the county, Contra Costa County. We, uh, myself and Lynn, who, who I, um, spoke you know highly of last episode we've been asking him for contracts and he was like no problem you know let me just figure out how to get him out there and what we do is we're in oakley uh let's see antioch is next to us pittsburgh is on the other side of antioch uh then concord then martinez so our local 315 office is in martinez but it's you know he's rarely out there he's you know constantly on the road or or out of north bay aka richmond so then you go Martinez, uh, Vallejo, you know, there, I mean, he's like probably about seven towns away and we, he, he has a, a, a steward out there, I believe that picks up the, the con he, he drops the contracts off to her at, at the North Bay building. She lives in Antioch, which is only a town away from us. He drops the contracts off to her. She takes them to her house or uh, just leaves them on her porch. And, and the following morning, I, on my way to work, I pass by the building and I, I just kind of go, go pick them up at her house, come back to the building and voila, you know, we, we got an underground railroad full of contracts and it really feels like that too. So I picked up a bag of contracts, handed them off to Lynn, who, who, you know, handed them off to the part-timers who was able to hand them out. You know, we, we, I'd say about maybe a dozen or so. So we are kind of selective on who gets the contract. We we don't really the under seventies. It's almost, we don't do it on a seniority basis, but we we do want to give it to people who we believe are going to read the contracts because they they are not they're not hard to come across. But obviously, the process I just explained takes a minute. We were able to uh, secure them, and we began handing them out. And as I you know I I grabbed a couple. I knew a few people that wanted some some a couple of the contracts. I, I, I went and handed out a contract uh, contract to one of the young ladies in the parking lot. I told her I would get her a contract. I saw her, handed it to her. I was kind of explaining to her how, you know, we our contract is broken up into three agreements, the National Master, uh, the Northern California 
supplemental pretty much for full-timers and the Northern California supplemental basically for part-timers. So three, three segments. I explained, hey, this, this national master agreement, it applies to everybody out here. It applies to you. But I'm telling you, there's probably not going to be a lot of stuff in there that it'll apply to you immediately. And the stuff that does apply to you or will apply to you, it might take a little bit to, 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 to apply unless you just have some sort of special circumstance. But this is the, fa- the way I explain it, the way it was explained to me by Donna Fernandez, our vice president at 315, is the National Master Agreement is pretty much the equivalent of what federal law is across the country. Uh, this the national master agreement obviously covers everybody across the nation. It's a national master, and the supplementals are regional. So the way I've always explained it, again courtesy of Donna Fernandez, national master agreement equivalent to federal law. Supplemental is equivalent to state law. So the the supplementals are based on the foundation that is set by the national master. I, I might have taken me it might have taken me longer to explain it like that to you guys than it does to me to the part timers, but I really just try to skim through it and I say, look, just don't worry so much about the national master. You can thumb through it, you can probably find something in there that it might might appeal to you, but really focus on this part timer supplemental part right here. Focus on this. You know, and that really narrows down the the contract to them by to twenty five percent of the book. So that that kinda eases them into believing, okay, cool, I don't have to read this whole damn book. So I explained it to her. As I'm explaining it to her, uh, another one of the youngster part-timers comes up to me, comes up to us, and he's like, hey, w- w- what y'all talking about? And a uh, funny thing about this kid is, I, you know, I've seen him plenty of times. He's on my belt. He's a loader across from me, maybe a couple couple uh, doors down. And I see him, and he's, he's a youngster. And, I mean, him and uh, his buddy, they, they have good vibes. They hang out. They, you know, they bring a good young vibe to the, to the sort. But every time I see him, you can tell he's just like, he, you know, he's young. He's just like, what's up, what's up? You know, I try to be nice. Hey, how's it going? Oh, what's up, what's up? Hey, he doesn't know me. He's not going to sit there and open up to me. Hey, man, how you doing? How's it going? Yeah, my, my name's so-and-so, yada, yada, yada. So I get it. So it kind of threw me off when he came up to me. He's like, hey, what, what y'all talking about? Because he's never asked me a question before. I, I say, oh, we're we going over the contract right now. He goes, for real, what's that? And so I, I see that interest, that interest that I've talked about before. He could have easily disregarded it and been like, oh, okay, later. But I saw that interest there. I said, man, I, I got a small window right here to grab that. So I, I, I finished up with the young lady. I said, so so you kind of get what I'm understanding? Go through this. Here's what you focus on. She's like, yeah, I got, I got you. I got you. I said, okay, cool. Right on. So I had another contract. I said, hey, I same spiel to him. Kind of explained to him. He said, oh, cool, cool. As, as we're done, he's like, man, finally I get to learn something around here, which says a lot. You know, as, as we're walking away, I'm like, all right, you good? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk away, and I'm like, all right, I got to – I got to – the seed was planted. And, and back in a lot of the early episodes, I remember talking about planting those seeds. You got to water those seeds and help it grow. So by giving him that contract, that interaction right there, that's – I just planted a seed. I planted a seed with both of them. Uh, the young lady, I'm not too – I'm not too – I mean, I am confident that she will read it because she was already asking for it in the first place. Now, I haven't followed up with her. i got to do that. But I, I'm, I've had discussions with her on the contract before and kind of explaining stuff to her. And she's kind of brought some stuff to my attention, so I'm more confident with that. But this young man, my first real, true, in-depth interaction with him, I was like, all right, I got I to figure out a way to, to make that grow, make that seed grow. So the next morning, come in the, come in the building, I see him again. He's on my line. He's a couple doors down. I, I you know, it kind of has that same look that from in the past when I walked by him. 
I go, I go, what's up, bro? You, you, you read that? He's like, ah, kind of like sheepishly, like, ah, oh, man, nah, 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 for, oh, man, my bad. I was like, all right, all right, I'm going to ask you tomorrow. So next day, bam. What's up, bro? You read that? Ah, oh, man, he kind of more sheepishly, kind of a, a, a grin on his face, like, ah, oh, bro, all right, nah, I didn't. I was like, all right, look, I'm going to make it easy on you. Go to the blue pages. I want you to, we got vacation season coming up. For us, vacation selection starts in March. And I said, and he's he hasn't been there even a year yet, but I said, so you're going to get vacation selection. I want you to go inside that book, and I want you to tell me next time you see me how many vacations you get this year. All right, all right, all right, for sure, for sure, for sure. So I come in the next day, and I got a lot of stuff on my plate. I'm not really paying attention. And I, I kind of, as I'm walking to my truck, I, I, I wasn't even thinking of asking him the question. just didn't even think. So I'm walking to my truck, thinking about my 20 things on my plate. And he walks up to me, walks by me, and he looks at me. He, he grabs my attention and kind of catches, not ca- just kind of like, you know, I'm so such in a zone in what I'm thinking about. He, he grabbed my attention and he looks at me and he goes, two weeks. And he said it with the biggest shit-eating grin on his face that you can imagine. Now, I hate to be that old man, but I can't express how proud I was that he, he cracked that book and he learned that. And... I, 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 I mean, it pumped me up. I, I, I screamed so loud that like, it was, I don't know. I, I, I just, I screamed really loud, like, like, fuck yeah. Or something like that. Uh, at a boy. And he, he was proud, you know, just kind of like it was a Friday vibe. I believe it was a Friday. He was just kind of walking off. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you some more stuff to look at. He's off for show for show. And, and that's how it began, you know, um, for even, for not only for him but for me that was a breakthrough and as i was explaining that story to somebody i said and, and someone that knows that i i really work tough with these guys and, and gals and try to you know educate them he was like you 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 gave him a task and you know it, that was the aha moment for me because in the past whenever i've given whenever i have given out contracts or tried to educate someone i've never given anybody a task i've just tried to inform them but when you really give them that task, you know, a small homework assignment or whatever, and I made it as simple as possible. I think I might even, I might have even have told them what page to look on. I, I don't know. But I said, look under vacation. No, I did say, look under the vacations, and you will know your answer in the first paragraph. And he did. Now, the caveat to that was he hasn't been there a year yet. So the contact, the contract language points out, and this was pointed out to me by a fellow steward. The contract language points out that, you know, if you've been there for a year, you know, you get two weeks. Um, but I believe that the way it's it's worked in the past is after you do reach that year, you can immediately pick your two weeks in seniority order, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, I, I <laughs> when, when that was explained to me, I was like, oh, shit, I got to tell him. So the next day I kind of told him, I was like, hey, just got to let you know you're right. But you probably won't be able to pick those two weeks until after your year here. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So what what that also helped me, well, I learned two things from that. One, you know, for those that are interested in learning the contract, um, I, I do have a couple other people that I know are interested. I need to slowly introduce them to it and, and give them some simple tasks. Again, learning the stuff that's easy. I, I kind of take it back to when I was a youngster. Some of the things I liked learning about was, what are my wages? When are my wage increases? When's my vacations? What holidays do I get off? 
uh, how many sick days, you know, kind of all those simple things that, that really, uh, that you I guess you would call perks. So I'm just like, okay, so I, I learned something right there. Give them a task, break down the easy stuff to them, kind of get them interested. Those, th- those things right there gets their interest. And then slowly but surely you can teach them about seniority, work hours. Well, work hours guaranteed actually is a big thing too. I've discussed that in the past. We, we had a breakthrough there. I haven't, I, I haven't, I've, I haven't really been able to reach out to him since then to see what else he's read. I, I do hope he's cracked it, but I, ha- I just haven't been able to follow up with him in there. And there is a reason for that. Moving, moving forward, since then we've had a retirement. Uh, one of our drivers, Robert Onishi, um, he, he, I believe he was there 28 years total. He retired. And, you know, we, we kind of, we, we, we had to put, to, we, we put together, you know, a, a farewell party for him. Uh, it was, it was really impressive. It was, I, we, we had a blast. He had a blast. He shared how much of a blast he had. We, we really went all out for him. I think it was, was, was our real, we've had retirements during the, during the, um, uh, pandemic, but uh, it was kind of rough. You know, I mean, this is kind of like peak pandemic part of stuff. Uh, people who were just kind of like, yeah, you know, I just need to get out of here. This is, this is, this sucks. And I don't blame them, but it was, it was just a rough time to, it was hard to give anybody a proper send off during those times. So he was our first retirement. I don't, and I don't want to say post pandemic, but obviously, you know, we, we, we believe we're in a better state than we were six months ago and whatnot. We get, we gave him a great send off, had a blast. Uh, we had the party, we had an after party, uh, <laughs> so I got hammered, hammered. And the way I kind of explained it to someone is I feel like, you know, we, I, I, man, I, I love hanging out with the building. I love hanging out with the people of the building. You know, I don't, I don't hang out with my friends often anymore, family man, all that. And being able to just kind of put all those life stresses aside and, and just hang out and just have a blast, you know, with, with the people I work with, with fellow Teamsters, it it was it was awesome. It was awesome. It, it it felt like not only like old times for me. It it I mean it it just felt like I was really kicking in with friends, with people that are there to look out for each other. I you know, I probably got home about eleven o'clock. Uh but for me, I, I ended up in the doghouse. And not because I got home at eleven o'clock, but because I told my wife I was gonna probably be home about five or six and I did not contact her between 6 and 11 and for those of you that are married you know how much trouble that can be and all I did was get hammered it, it, it was rough had a blast it was rough I paid for it for the following few days I'm out of the doghouse now uh thankfully babe if you're listening love you thank you uh glad you understand it, it, I, I'm not someone who goes out every weekend. I'm not even someone who goes out every month. I rarely go out. But, you know, I, I just really felt, even though it wasn't my retirement, it was just I had I felt like I had a lot of steam I had to blow off. And I did, you know, and I, I just loved hanging out with everybody. Um, and for those that, that were there that are listening, you know, my bad. I love to talk shop. That's all. I mean, shit, I do a podcast on just talking shop. I love to talk shop. So I think I've mentioned this in the past before too. I'm the equivalent of a Bible thumper. I'm a contract thumper. I just, you know, you ever, even if you're a church going person, 
there's just I'm sure there's people that are just taking a little bit too far. Well, I, I unfortunately I take the shop talk a little bit too far, and that's also one of the reasons I really don't go out much because sometimes people, you know, my, my coworkers, uh, my fellow teamsters, they go out and they don't want to talk shop. They want to talk sports. They want to talk this. They want to talk that. I've seen it. I've, I've experienced it. And then I show up and I talk about nothing else other than shop. So, um, leave it at that. Again, I had a blast. Uh, thank you to everyone who who looked out for me made sure I, I got home safe and all that. I didn't drive. Uh, just, just a lot of people, a lot of us, you know, just, just looking out for each other. And, and again, we all had a good time. Uh, so shout out Robert. He doesn't listen to the podcast, but shout out to Robert. I know he, he has some plans for retirement and, you know, again, he, he reached out to everybody and just thanked everyone for, for the great time he had. He said it was really memorable and I'm glad he felt that way. So, uh, let's see. Let's let's go through. You know, I do have a topic here, but I, I I'm not going to discuss it because it involves disciplinary action against a fellow steward, and I'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's see. Ah, so uh, I believe last episode I talked about the relief bid that I I put my name on and one is for a shifter position. Again, for those of you familiar with the company, uh, it just means I'm pulling trailers off and on the, uh, on the unload and you know, it's a 22, three. So it's, it's a sh- shifter slash clerk, mainly clerk, but shifter is uh, very important. If not the key component part of the job. Now, last episode, I kind of expressed my, my, I was disgruntled about how the process was taking place. Uh, me and uh, a fellow Teamster, I believe, okay, me and Lynn, we had to become proactive with, you know, making this happen. Because, you know, if you're not proactive, and you just kind of let them take their time and, and don't kind of put the pressure on, it won't happen. I've seen it happen to where, you know, I've seen them just kind of delay, delay, delay. So again, we filed grievances. We we asked. We you know talked to everybody possible, and finally we were we were able to get me in there. So this past week, today's Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I trained for the job. And let me just say, it was tough. Um, I didn't even learn the shifting part of the job because I have to have feeder, aka the uh, again for those of you not with the company, the the big rig people, come in and show me how to drive those trucks, but. I did sit alongside her and, and, and kind of just observe what she's doing, how she's doing it and whatnot. It didn't seem too complicated. It didn't actually, it, it, it actually seemed pretty easy. It might, it seemed way easier than the clerical part. So the clerk stuff I had to learn, that's the tough part. That's the tough spot. One of my whole things about learning that position and doing that position was being able to, to work with the preloaders. And, you know, that's what I was able to do. I, my, my shift started at 3 a.m., it ended around 11. That was really the first time this past week was the first time I've ever seen the complete shift work and how it works and how it operates. And just from firsthand experience, and this was kind of reiterated to me tonight. Uh, actually, you know, let me let me just say quick. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing pretty good with my, uh, my ramble sessions or my, you know, kind of breaking off and talking about a different subject while I'm in the middle of another subject. But this, this one I'm going to make an exception for had my buddy, uh, my mentor, uh, 35, 36 year OG big Brown veteran, uh, 
fellow steward came out and, and came out and we hung out together and we had some beer and pizza. Uh, shared shared a picture of that on on social media, Third by Teamsters podcast on Instagram, all one word, Twitter at NorCal Teamster, all one word, or Facebook Third by Teamsters podcast. Uh, my buddy Greg Dench uh, came through. He brought the pizza. I I he and he brought beer, but I had my own beer, uh, another one of them stouts. And we you know we we had a blast. And and he loves talking shop too. We just talked shop for a couple hours, had a good time, and. So, so, okay, so, so, shout out to Dench. Let me bring it back. Bam, preload. So, oh, man, I just screwed myself over. I kind of forgot what I was talking about. But, so, we got on the preload. I got to see how the operation really worked. And it 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 is, from my firsthand experience of what I've seen, how it was, let's say, three months ago and how it is now, man, it is a lot of progress has been made. And again, this is this is the result of a lot of hard work by a lot of people, a lot of drivers, a lot of stewards, a lot of part-timers, a lot of communication. That's something I keep preaching is you got to communicate. You got to communicate with everybody. And the toxicity of what was going on in the preload, I don't want to say it stopped, but it's definitely subdued. Uh, it's definitely calmed down and I, the people I've talked to a lot of people and, and they see the difference as well. And I do give credit where credit's due and, 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 uh, mama bear Lynn, she plays a huge part in this. I, I've, I saw it firsthand this week as I'm sitting there learning my job. So the way this job is positioned, I'm not going to get too detailed into this. You sit on a perch at a computer and you're kind of, you're in be- you're you're really almost damn near front and center on everything so you can almost you can see <clears throat> 60% of the operation from where you're sitting so as i'm sitting there learning and i'm i'm learning frantically i'm i'm not as i'm not a fast learner i'm not great on the computer it, i struggled i had some struggles i had a lot of struggles but I didn't do too bad. I can see, it, you know, just give me some time and I'll learn it. That's no problem. I, uh, by no means do I, do I think I'm incapable of learning it. But while I'm doing these tasks and kind of learning, I'm watching her work her magic. And as I mentioned last episode, she was, she was out for about a year and a half. So when she came back, I would say, I mean, this is a rough, maybe 75% of the sort is people she's never met before. But just kind of seeing her lace these part-timers with knowledge. Uh, they're constantly coming up to her with questions. You know, she's constantly trying to diffuse drama, looking out for them. It, it, it was, it's one thing to know that that's what's happening on the sort, but to see it firsthand happening, it, 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 it was an awesome show. So kudos to Lynn, um, you know, we did make a great team we this week uh we we really even we had a couple small victories um we were able to get a updated seniority list i mean that's how fucked up things are man you can't even get an updated we've been fighting for an updated seniority list for like i don't know like 4 or 5 months and you'd think oh what's so why why can't you do that trust me and it's not as easy as it sounds. 
but we were able to finally do that also with the help of our business agent, Nick, Nick Berry. Welcome back, bud. Glad to have you back. And, you know, just kind of having him in our corner. We also got some bid lists, a bid list put up, or we are having a bid list put up for a part-time position that should have been bid six months ago. I've said this before too. It, it, it's it's amazing how hard you got to fight for rights that you already have. I mean, it's one thing to fight for rights that you don't have, but to fight for rights that you already do have, it's really amazing, and that 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 you have to work that hard for stuff that you already have a right to to. But you know, we were able to get a. We're working on any day now getting a bid list put up for a position that I know a lot of people are looking forward to bidding on, a position that is a lot easier on the body. I don't see what's so hard about doing things the right way. I just, I, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't know if it's laziness, defiance or what, but it's just, it's just amazing how hard it is. Making some progress. Uh, the vibe feels good on the preload. People are interested in learning stuff. I, I see people willing to file grievances now and, it, 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 it's an awesome thing to see. It's just something that I feel has been years in the making. It's not something that just, you know, it might've just started happening in the last couple of weeks or so, but this is years in the making and it takes a lot of components to make this happen. Thank you to everyone who helps make this happen. It really is a team effort on many different levels. And again, communication amongst each other, communication amongst stewards, communication with your stewards, stewards, communication, communicating with the part-timers, uh, with your business agent, and even with the supervisors and management, you know, which isn't the easiest thing to do, but you, you can't be discouraged if you feel like you're not being heard or you're, or you're being ignored. So I, I shared the story about the, you know, the positive interaction I had with the one part-timer about the contract. Let me, let me close it out with a story about uh, a negative interaction i don't want to say negative it, uh, a, a very not positive interaction i had with a part-timer so you know I, I show up on the on the preload i'm there and i'm like i'm very s- steward like i don't i'll call anybody on anything it don't matter to me uh when it's when if it's when, it, when if it's one of our part-timers you know you definitely have to take it a different approach and even if you have three people that you got to bring an issue to sometimes you got to kind of cater the way you bring that information to them differently. You know, not everyone receives information the same way. So they called break time. Break, you know, they, they ring the buzzer a few times. It means it's break time. Everyone kind of shuffles out of the building or wherever they go. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the perch kind of doing my thing, and I look down the belt. Again, you can see about 60% of the building operation from where this uh, clerk perches. And I look, and I see, I see three three uh, part-timers working on their break. So I, I was like, all right, here we go. I got to, you know, got to be the one. So I go up. Uh, two of them are right across from each other on the belt. It's like, hey, you guys, you know, you, you. and I might even be a little bit nicer, coming off nicer on the pot on explaining it than what I really was. I mean, this I think this is my first day, so I was really grouchy that day. You know, went to bed at about 9 o'clock and woke up at about 2, and I kept waking up intermittently because I didn't want to miss my alarm clock. You know that feeling when you're about to do a new job or a new task or a new uh, uh, anything. I had a little anxiety. So I I go down the belt, like, hey, you guys, you know, you you can't be working. Oh, well, you know, this, that. I was like, I understand, but, you know, your body needs that rest. You need to take that. You're paid it. You're paid for this break. You earned it. 
you know, take it, utilize it. And uh, the young lady seemed pretty, you know, she understood. She seemed a little frustrated, but she understood. Uh, the young man across from her seemed a little bit more like, dude, what the fuck? And he, he, he obliged, but he was just like, man, you know, and I explained on the shop steward, and I'm just here looking out for them and everything. So I go down the line to the, to the third, uh, to the third lady and she's it, she's it, she's frantically loading her truck. I don't know how new she is or how long she's been there. She didn't look like she was new, but she, you know, she just was, was kind of like, you know, you just could tell she was just trying to catch up. And I said, Hey, you know, okay, so this is where I'm probably sounding nicer on the mic than what I really was. I was like, Hey, you know, you, you can't be working on the break and she just disregarded me well just totally blatantly disregarding me not even accepting of what I have to offer and again maybe it was my tone maybe it was the way I approached her maybe I don't know but the way she disregarded me it kind of offended me you know so I kind of like look look, you can't be working during your breaks you know it's again gave her the same spiel that you know we really need to take these breaks these breaks we've been fighting hard for these breaks you know we have had break issues to where Unfortunately, we have had a um, off-road discharge uh, because of it, and I, you know, you're trying to explain it to her, and I, she just could care less. And I, I think she said something, and, and I was like, I don't know. I, I kind of disregarded what she said. I was like, well, you ain't got to be getting all snippy with me. So I, again, I, I, by no means am I saying this is on her. So I kind of, it rubbed me the wrong way after I thought about it. I was like, well, how, how should I, did, how was my approach? Was my approach right? Was it wrong? She's an older lady, you know, I mean, I don't want to say old, but she would like the, the, the two before her, I stopped. I would say she's probably got about 10 years on them and she might be my age. She might be five years younger. She might be five years older. I, I, I really don't know. The next day, it, for some, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't, I don't know if it was her, if it was me, if I, second guessing myself so it just rubbed me the wrong way the whole time so the next day i i'm at the building i see her she's there here comes break time break break bzz, 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 break time and i see her and she's taking a break she's eating her lunch whatever or, or her snack or whatever she's eating she's sitting there and she's she was definitely closer to me than where she was last time i i approached her so i was like you know what i gotta make this right so i go up to her <laughs> And I, I walk up to her and I said, hey. And she looks at me and I, she didn't roll her eyes, but she, I could tell it was a look like, oh, fuck this dude. <laughs> so, and, and, th- and this is coming, I'm someone who I believe has a great, um, uh, I would say a 98% success rate with our, our part-timers. <laughs> so when I see that look, I already know. I was like, all right, I'm, I was an asshole. I said, look, I just want to apologize for yesterday. You know, I, I might've came on a little too strong care about people taking the breaks it's my job to look out for for people and make sure that they abide by the contract and i can't assume that she knows the contract but i'm trying to i'm doing my best to explain where i was coming from in a lighter tone i said if i approached you if if you felt i was out of line at all or in my approach i I apologize i i do realize i probably came on too strong for you and she for just you know i could tell she she appreciated that i i mean she was like well thank you you know, it, I mean, she wasn't like, oh, oh okay, no, oh, no problem. It was nothing like that. It was just like I could tell she she, she really accepted that in her way. So I said, you know, I said, what's your name? She said, 
she told me her name and I said, okay. I said, well, I'm Jeremy. I'm the shop steward here. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to come to me. I'll do my best to answer them. She's like, all right, thank you. And that was it. So I had a great interaction with one part-timer about a week before. I had a horrible interaction with a part-timer that, that day. I believe it was Tuesday. And you know what? I did my best to make it right because I didn't want her to have – I didn't want her to have a bad – I mean, I'm sure she had a bad first impression of me. But, but really what kind of made me think that that might be an issue is I remember being a young driver, and I think I've told this story before, and I was, I was loading – I was sorting my truck on before – start time sorting my truck and the shop steward then who was actually someone who has ran for office that I've referenced on this show before and that I've had issues with since <clears throat> and, and his intent was great at the time but his approach sucked was he he came he he goes up and down the, the belt and he looks to see who's loading you know what I've done that too so no no problem for him but though his approach his was like Jeremy I said, yeah. He's all, what are you doing? I said, sorting. And, I mean, he just told me to stop sorting. But his approach was, it was a, there was a very, uh, I don't want to say bully attitude to him. But it was, there could have been a different approach. So, you know, again, as I was reflecting on my, how I approached her that initial time, I kind of took myself back to how would I have wanted to have been approached. And it made me think of that time. And I said, you know what, if that's how she might think, that's how I approached her. And I kind of held resentment towards that dude, you know, since then. And and that was really his style, too. I mean, that wasn't the only interaction I had with that steward. But, you know, he really kind of had this this strong approach. But you know what, he never approached me and said, hey, Jay, you know, I just want to let you know. I'm sorry if I came off strong or whatever. That's just how I am. And I that I explained that to her. And like I said, she shakes. I don't want to say she accepted the apology, but she seemed to understand. She said, okay, thank you. And I do believe there's some, she was being genuine in that. It wasn't just blowing me off or something. So, you know, live and learn, you know, every, every part-timer, you can't be the same way towards every, anybody. It's hard to cater to everyone in a different tone, but I did learn that a long time ago. Also from one of my center managers, he was he seen his first time around he seemed really nice he kind of knew how to get along with the drivers and i seen him snap on a driver one time and the driver was actually he was an asshole driver but he he obliged to how the center manager approached him and I, it kind of blew me away because he wasn't the type of driver that i felt like that that i felt like he was the type of driver that would snap back and he normally he has been but i remember asking that center manager i said hey i was like what the fuck was that how did that work no i, I thought he was going to snap on you and he said, you know what, I, I kind of know a little bit about his situation with his father. Uh, basically has issues with him, so kind of got to be an asshole towards him, and you'll get the response you need. I was like, what? I mean, it was straight psychological game, you know, straight. Like, he, I, like he blew my mind the way he's like, he's like, this, I'm not going to be that way to every driver or any other driver, but, but that's what works with him. That's how you get. Like, he had to be an asshole to him in order to get him to, to do his task. And it was some weird, straight psychological shit. And that's not how he was with every driver. So my point to that, again, is you can't use the same approach to everybody. You, If you know the person well enough or if, you, if you're trying to get to know the person, just know that the, the approach that you used on people before. And, again, the, the, the two part-timers I talked to before, one of them it kind of rubbed the wrong way or he kind of seemed frustrated because I was stopping him from continuing working. And the, and the young lady that I spoke to before the first time, she was like, 
yeah, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I, I get it. So I felt my approach was the same with each of those three, but all of them I felt kind of had different reactions. And, and just keep that in mind next time you're trying to talk to people, you know, you get, practice your approach, keep that in mind. Uh, with that, I'm out. Feel free to reach out to me. Instagram, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast, all one word. Twitter, at NorCal Teamster, all one word. Facebook, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. Hit me up, reach out to me, let me know what you're thinking. Can you relate to anything? You want to share a story with me? You want to just say what's up? Shit, I even got Teamster hoodies and, and union apparel that I'm, I'm trying to get started. I'm trying to really be my own sponsor on this. You know, I'm not trying to come on here with commercials and have you... Man, you, you want to support what I do, um, reach out to me. Check out those social media platforms that I just uh, threw out there. And I'm not trying to bombard you with... I, I've, I made it a point a long time ago that I'm not going to come on here and have sponsors or you know start having commercials or, or whatever that like other podcasts have. If, if I do something... It's going to be my own stuff, and that's what I do. I, I make hoodies. I make apparel. I'm still just getting started, but I, I got a nice little selection. I can do some custom things. Hit me up if you're interested. Uh, let me know what you're thinking. Uh, I already got some ideas out there. I got some product out there. Uh, support your boy. That's all I'm trying to do is just just spread this union message any way I can in a creative way, whether it's a podcast, a, a, a hoodie, apparel, or um, you know, just on a one-on-one basis. Uh, but hit me up. Again, Instagram, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast, all one word. Twitter, at NorCal Teamster, all one word. Facebook, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. I'm out.